Hello, everybody, and welcome to the All About Health podcast. My name is Georgia Overbeck, and welcome to today's episode where I have a special guest, 21-year-old Gracie Booth, aka Wellness by Gracie on Instagram and TikTok. She is a content creator and also an online fitness coach. And today we talk all about her health and fitness journey and what it was like achieving her fitness goals and how she's still achieving her fitness goals and also the different phases that she's been in during her her fitness journey. And so we talk about a lot of fun stuff. And then at the end, we have some fun questions and we realize that Gracie and I have a lot in common, so it's just super fun, and I hope that you enjoy this episode. But before we get into the interview, we have the weekly recap. So the first thing that I want to mention is that on Friday night, I dog sat for our friends, my family and I, we all dog sat actually. We took care of Duke, who is a mini golden doodle, and we had him for the night, and we took him back to his house on Saturday, and I just love Obviously, if you listen to the podcast, you know that I'm an animal lover and I had so much fun taking care of Duke that night. And then on Saturday, we went to North Vancouver here in British Columbia because that is going to be my dad and I's new neighborhood. We are going to be living in North Vancouver starting in like three weeks, under three weeks. And I'm so excited. And so we went to North Vancouver and visited uh, the condo that my dad and I are going to be staying at. And then we walked down like the main street and I actually handed out resumes as well because I am planning on getting a job while we're there. And so I have not heard anything back yet, but of course I'll keep you updated on how the job search goes. And then I also had a dentist appointment that day, which it's kind of boring. So I'm not going to really talk a lot about that, but you know, it's something that's part of life. So here's your reminder. If you haven't had a dentist appointment in a while, maybe see if you can book that soon. And then the last thing I'm going to mention in the weekly recap is Tuesday night. We had a takeout night, Tuesday takeout, which we, as a family, like we don't really ever get takeout. We don't eat out a ton. Like I would say maybe once every six weeks or once a month if we have something to celebrate. And I was actually invited by a local British Columbia uh, restaurant called Pizza Garden, which my mom and I went out for a date a couple of weeks ago to Pizza Garden and they invited me back uh, to do another collaboration with them. And so we got some delicious takeout from the Pizza Garden in Langley, but there are also many locations in Vancouver and North Vancouver um and just all over British Columbia really and so we had some delicious pizza and french fries and then for my parents we got some calamari for them and a caesar salad and it was very delicious we had a great pizza garden takeout night and then also watched Gilmore Girls and Dancing with the Stars two of my favorite shows and so it was just the perfect night and so I would say that a lot of fun things happened this week from taking care of Duke and going to North Vancouver and then our pizza garden night. Now that the weekly recap is done let's get into the episode with Gracie. I'm here with Gracie aka wellness by Gracie on Instagram and TikTok and I'm so, so I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. 
So if people don't know who you are, would you please introduce yourself, where you're from, what you do for work, how old you are, and one fun fact about yourself? That is so amazing. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me, Georgia. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, I am, yes, my name is Gracie Booth. My accounts on TikTok and Instagram are Wellness by Gracie. Um, I'm from Vancouver, BC, Canada. It's cold and rainy right now, but I love it here. I am <laughs> um, an online coach, content creator, and I'm also doing um, my real estate course right now because my mom's in real estate. So I'm kind of, there's a lot of things that I'm doing, a lot of things that I'm managing, but my passion is really in fitness and coaching. So that's why I do what I do. Um, and I'm 21 and a fun fact about me. Okay. Um, <laughs> When I was in high school, we had a cheer team and our cheer team was like, not just like the sideline cheerleaders with the pom-poms, but like we actually did like flips and stunts and tumbling and all that kind of stuff. And we ended up going to the world championships in Florida at ESPN and we won third place in the world in 2018. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah, it was super fun. That was, yeah, honestly a highlight of my life. <laughs> Can you still do flips and all that stuff? I'm actually going this Friday to a tumbling class, which is super Ooh, exciting. That sounds yeah. fun. My I sister... might be a little rusty, but I don't no. know. I might be rusty. <laughs> Are you going to make a post about this? Because I want to see it. I, I think I will. I'm actually going with another girl. She had a fitness account. She's. I think it's just like in the works right now. She was not really posting as much, but her and I used to cheer on the same team at, the, at our high school. So we're going together. And I think I'm going to obviously going to take some content while I'm there, but I think it'll be good. That's so awesome. Very cool. I did yeah, like acro good. and gymnastics when I was little. Never good at it though. But oh, uh, very no, fun. Honestly, hard. Like gymnastics is hard, hard. That's a whole different level of like, like when you're going a bar and beam and everything like that. That's crazy. <laughs> well, that's so cool. I never knew you were a cheerleader. So, Aww, you. as you said, um, that you your passion is health and wellness and fitness, which you can definitely tell through your social media. If you don't follow Gracie on any like TikTok or Instagram, she posts a lot of workouts and educational topics and food content. And so I am all about that. So my question for you is when and how did you start living this more health and wellness focused lifestyle? Well, I, first of all, I appreciate the compliment. That was so <laughs> sweet of you. Um, I started, I think my whole entire life I've been active and I just never really realized that I was living an active lifestyle because I was always in and out of sports. So like I started really young when I was three, I started with skating and then I went into figure skating and then from figure skating, I went into cheerleading and dance. So my whole life I was living like an active lifestyle, but I never really understood what it meant to like actually take care of your health, if that makes sense. So like, obviously, I don't know, my parents were divorce so my dad had a very different outlook on what it looks like to live a healthy lifestyle compared to my mom and it was also very extreme opposites mm -hmm. so it was like I, finding that balance was really really difficult from a young age and um, I think it wasn't until COVID happened when I was still in high school it was my grad year of high school and we couldn't even finish our semester so my last year of, of doing cheer in high school was cut off early and I was just kind of like, what do I do with myself? Because I knew when I was younger that I always liked having the structure of yeah. like, and, and the the drive to do something like, I don't know what it is. Like, I'm, I guess I'm a little bit competitive. So 
I always liked like doing sports for that reason. And I just, once COVID happened, obviously couldn't do anything anymore. So I was like, hey, what am I going to do with my time? All of the gyms were closed. At this point, I had never even stepped foot in a gym. I was like 18 years old, never lifted a weight, never stepped foot in the gym. I never, I honestly was not passionate about it at all. My mom would go to the gym and I was like, what are you doing? Why would you purposely put yourself through so much pain <laughs> just to go to the gym? Like what? Um, but then once COVID happened, I was like, okay, I am sitting on my butt all day. Like mm-hmm. there's nothing that we can do. At least I can try to maybe do a workout, like a workout video or something just to get my body moving. I think that's what I was missing so much. And then from there, it was like, even though I wasn't doing anything crazy, I wasn't lifting a like crap ton of weight or anything like that. I was just doing these little workout videos. I was starting to see progress and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. this is kind of cool. So that gave me a new passion to I guess, work towards something in the future, if that makes sense. So uh, now I have like goals with fitness because of that. Hmm, that's so cool. Again, I didn't <laughs> know like your whole background on that. That's really cool. Um, I love that you grew up like in an active lifestyle because I was the same. And that it's so cool that you also found the gym and like working out on your own as well. Like you were naturally inclined to try it out, which is really nice. Yeah. So my next question for you is you, so you're an online fitness coach and in your social media, you talk a lot about sustainability with reaching your fitness goals. And so I was wondering what made you so passionate specifically about taking this slow and steady approach to whether it's fat loss or building muscle, because there is a lot of people out there who preach like fast results and this seven day quick fix and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's honestly that right there, that last sentence that people like preach fast results is because that's the reason why I I preach the opposite because it's not realistic. And I think like growing up, you know, when you're looking at these magazine covers in the stores and it's like lose 10 pounds in seven days and like all of that stuff, it's not realistic. And even if you were to be able to like attain that goal, it's not going to be sustainable. It's not going to last you a long time. If you want results that are going to last you a long time you're gonna have to be able to maintain it somehow and it's way better to take that slow and sustainable approach a a huge part of it comes down to like metabolic adaptation as well so say you're in a fat loss phase and you're you're trying to lose 10 pounds in seven days or whatever and you're restricting yourself so heavily and it's just all that yeah you might see progress and you might see results for the first little bit eventually you're going to end up hitting a plateau and at that point you're probably um doing so much cardio eating next to nothing and then you've used up all of your tools and that's the worst thing that you could possibly do because when you use up all of your tools there's no more room to do anything that's when your mental health starts going downhill that's when your physical health starts going downhill and um obviously you're at a plateau right you can't like your your metabolism will adapt to how much you're eating and how much you're taking in and your activity level and so if you can't go any lower like with the intake that you're you're eating or if you can't add any more exercise then you're really stuck so always starting with the bare minimum, and it sounds like not what you should be doing, but always starting with like, okay, let's add in 20 minutes of cardio or whatever, and then see how your body responds. If your body is responding to that, then there's no reason why we need to be making an adjustment, right? It's all of it, like, there's no, there's no reason to fix something that's not broken, if that makes sense. So I think that's kind of why. I think there's just so much um, misinformation on social media um, and like magazines and that kind of thing that... I believed when I first started going into the gym and that kind of thing. And I just wanted to, I guess, help other people 
skip that part of their journey. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to say, like, did you have you yourself um, fallen into that trap of like wanting super quick fixes? Or was this something that you mo- ma- mainly found in your clients? Um, no, it was definitely me right at the start, like when I was doing those workout videos, and you see like the title of the workout video is like abs in three days. I'm like, Oh, I want abs in three days. But then you realize that that's not how it works. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I guess that's kind of the the reason. And then also, like, I, like I said before, like my parents had two opposite views of what it looked like to live a healthy lifestyle. My mom was very much like, like when I say clean eating I mean like like no like cooking chicken breast and not adding any seasonings not adding anything like it was that that clean I guess you'd say clean in quotations because I don't think that that's healthy um whereas my dad would be like giving me milk and cookies before bed so it's like so polar opposites and um I think I mean I helped both my mom and my dad so being able to help them find that balance too has also been something that's important to me I guess that's been yeah just like helping people get out of that mind frame where you have like you have to be super restrictive or you have to be or you just give up you know if that makes sense yeah that's so special that you uh got to like educate your parents on that too <laughs> yeah it's it's fun it's honestly it's turned into a hobby like learning about this kind of stuff yeah I know I love I'm all about learning about like nutrition and the all the benefits in food and stuff like that. I when I well, was your recipes, oh, your recipes you. look amazing. Yeah, they look so good. <laughs> thank you. When I was younger, I would get like I would go to the bookstore and I would find like the nutrition books. And this is when I was like eleven or twelve. Like I loved reading them. I still do. That's so cute. I, I love that that too. And like honestly, like. If there's anyone that I could promote more, actually, you know what? I I directed one of my clients to your page because um, she was like plant based. So I was like, well, this, I know the perfect person for that. So I sent oh, her to you. <laughs> like I just so said, much. she has so many recipes on her page that are high in protein and everything. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That's so sweet. I really appreciate that. Of course, of course. So also something else that you post a lot on your fitness pages and on Instagram, you share a lot about your own journey, which again is something that I love. And you've shared your fat loss phases, your building phases, maintaining. Um, What would be your biggest tips for different phases? Honestly, um, okay, so for like thinking about like a fat loss phase or a cut, my biggest tip and what I probably can't emphasize more is like, just don't go as extreme as what you think you need to go. So many people will be like, oh, you need to be in a 500 calorie deficit. 500 calories for some people is a lot of food to be in a deficit. Like that's like, you know, maybe a quarter of what your current intake is or a third or whatever. So um, just being mindful of like, going at your own pace and not comparing your journey to anyone else's in terms of what you should be eating or what you shouldn't be eating or how much cardio you should or shouldn't be doing is literally just like the one step at a time. Like I said, take it slow. Like if you're going into a calorie deficit or something, it's like maybe we start with a 200 calorie deficit, see how your body responds, like that kind of thing. But going super extreme, like I said, you don't want to use up all of your tools at once. Um, And then in terms of a bulk, that one's a little bit tough because it's like, I think bulking is, I, I don't know, it's hard to say what one is more difficult, like mm-hmm. cutting or bulking, I guess, but, um, or like being in a gaining phase or whatever. But I think that if you're going into, or you're looking to build muscle, you have to fully commit to it. Because if you don't, and it's wishy-washy, you're going to get the, you're not going to get the results that you want to see. And it's just, 
Like, if say you're having, like, you're trying to be in a calorie surplus to gain weight, and then the next day you're eating, like, less than 1,500 calories or something or whatever it is, right? And it's just, like, your body does not respond well to that. You just have to fully commit to it, understanding that everything you do is reversible. If there's something, if you're getting uncomfortable, you can fix it, you know. And then in terms of a maintenance phase, honestly, this is, like, the most difficult one, I think, for me personally, because there's no goal like it's just kind of like you just maintain what you already have so I'm the kind of person that likes having that like okay what am I gonna what am I fighting for what am I pushing this extra up for you know that kind of thing but I think to maintain is just like to realize that in order to keep your progress you have to keep showing up you have no choice if that makes sense Mm -hmm. what phase would you say you're in right now if you are in any of these uh I think I'm in you know what, I'm trying to gain right now, but I'm not doing a full bulk. Like last year, I did a full bulk. And I think I made a lot of progress where I was before. And I was happy with it. But now I'm kind of just like, doing what I think feels right in the moment right now. And it's just eating what I want to be eating while being mindful of my protein intake and trying to progressively overload where I can. Amazing. That's, that's the best. So this is a off topic kind of but when you are in each of these phases do you track your calories or do you just eat it like eat intuitively like do you kind of know just naturally um I I okay so I don't have a problem tracking my calories I actually find like I said before I like structure so I like having being able to enjoy myself and like have that balance but also have the structure to fall back on and and the facts if that makes sense so yeah I track my calories because it doesn't affect me personally but that is also not the best approach for everyone, right? So I've taken a lot of time to figure out what works for me. Obviously, if I'm going out and like, it's like a, an occasion or like, you know, my boyfriend and I went out for our four year anniversary the other night, I didn't track a single thing because what the heck, that's like, that's life. And this is the thing, if you're looking to do it for long term, it's not going to be perfect. You can't expect to be perfect. This is like, because people expect to look, I think, like, or they compare themselves to like people that are doing bodybuilding competitions and they don't understand that everything leading up until that day is perfect. Like mm-hmm. they don't make any mistakes, but that's not sustainable, right? You want to be able to live a life where you make the gains, but you can also um, balance it out a little bit. So I, I personally track, but I don't think that everyone needs to, if that makes sense. It's really interesting that you mentioned that, that a lot of people compare themselves to bodybuilders or like people who are competing. And that's something that I've done in the past um, being like growing up in the gym environment, but also being sponsored by a company that did post a lot about bikini competitions. And a lot of the athletes were that as well. And being 14, 15, like it's very impressionable on what I was learning at the time. And so I think it's taken years and it's just something that I've been realizing over the last year or so I would say is like, you know, I don't actually, I I don't want to compete. I never did, but I always was comparing myself to these people who were. And so I just realized like over the last year or so, it's like, you know what? I don't actually like need to, I don't, that's not like, I shouldn't be comparing myself to that. Really. I shouldn't be comparing myself to anyone, but especially to people who are competing. No, exactly. And that's like the biggest thing too that I've realized as well. I I totally understand where you're coming from with that because I think that 
well, thankfully, I think this industry is going in more of a direction where more, I, I don't want to say normal people, but people that just go to the gym because they have goals, but you know, they're also living another life as well mm-hmm. that are coming into this, this space. And I, I love that. And I appreciate that so much because it's not always just people that are working up to one day where they're on a stage and then that's literally it because that's what it is bodybuilding you're on stage for one or two days right and that's it and you only look that way for that amount of time so I totally see where you're coming from with like comparing yourself to that kind of thing and like uh, yeah it's that's where it's tough and especially with um like yeah I don't know I don't know where I'm trying to go with that but (laughs) I just know where you're coming from (laughs) yeah I really liked, so you did a photo shoot for a supplement company recently, and I really liked how on your TikTok you made a video, like, showing yourself, like, you are in amazing shape, um, but you don't compete yourself, and I loved that you showed that just because you're not a competitor doesn't mean you can't do, like, a fitness photo shoot or be sponsored by these companies. Exactly. Oh, I'm so happy that you saw that TikTok, too. I honestly posted it, and I was like, should I even post this? Is this even valid to like people like random people but um yeah no because like I said like I feel the pressure too where it's like gosh there's so many people that um are around me in this industry that do compete but I'm here because I have a passion that's outside of looking a certain way and I think that that's something that's going to be more sustainable in the long run I think Mm -hmm. um but yeah no and like you don't see like other companies right like like gym clothing companies they're not all competitors I hope that this space moves in a direction of more just like like not I don't know like I guess like influencers are like normal people that are trying to just do what they love the most do what they're passionate about instead of always having a goal like competing Mm -hmm. so you as you're talking about goals here um do you have any like current health and wellness goals or things that you're working towards right now I think Honestly, okay, the biggest goal, just being happy, being, like, solid with where I am and confident in myself. Like, and this is a huge thing, too, is, like, just because you are, you love yourself and you're confident in your body doesn't mean that you're always going to love everything about yourself all the time. And I think that that's also a huge misconception because people are like, oh, you should love your body and you should do all these things. Yes, I do think that you should appreciate and, and respect what your body does for you and appreciate the progress that you've made. But like everyone has body dysmorphia everyone has days that they go through and they're like oh my gosh I don't know if I look as good as I want to look right now or whatever but it's just respecting your body regardless and I think that's always the main goal just like always having that mindset of I am gonna love myself regardless and even if there's things that I don't like we can work towards those goals in the future or whatever and that kind of thing Mm -hmm. but um other than that just trying to build muscle right now it's winter it's I'm in my winter arc (laughs) I love it Um, I wanted to go back to something that you were talking about earlier. I think it was when you were talking about like the building phases and bulking and stuff like that. And one thing that you mentioned was how you said, like, if you get to a point where you're uncomfortable, then you know how to kind of like go back to a place where you are comfortable. And I think that that is such a empowering mindset to have, like when you are knowledgeable about how your body works and how you can make it look or feel a way that you want to. And that's just like such an empowering thing. And I would love to know like your thoughts on that. Like, how did you come to learn that? Like, did you take courses? Was it through experience? Was it through your clients? 
Honestly, I so I got my um my personal training certificate, obviously, but I learned way more from just experience. And as I went along, my aunt was also a bodybuilder before. So this is another thing like where I used to compare myself a lot, right? Because you see like my aunt, she won overall in the whole competition in 2006. So it was crazy. But um, just like, I yeah, I don't know. It's like, uh, it's hard to say. <laughs> it's yeah. No, I get it. I think it's through experience as well and doing it multiple times and educating yourself definitely, I would say for me, has been a big thing on that as well. So Yeah, like that's that's the biggest thing is picking and choosing what good information is, I think. Mm-hmm. And that's the hardest part. That's where you get the most learning because not many people know what is valid information, what is not. And honestly, it all comes down to like personal um like finding finding it out for yourself basically unless you're hiring a coach which I would 100% recommend for anyone that maybe doesn't have the time to go and do a whole bunch of research on that kind of stuff mm-hmm. but um yeah may I ask uh where where do you find a lot of your information and education like do you have books you like or podcasts or what do you recommend for that um uh that's hard to say I always make sure like if I'm looking at a source online that is backed by like an article or something that's been published um but other than that there's a really good podcast I think it's I'm gonna have to find it out but I forgot what the name was I think it's the mind pump I think that's what it's called and they have so much um useful information I think it's about three guys that sit down and do a podcast and they just have so much like true valid information about building muscle losing weight and like that kind of stuff it's so funny that you mentioned that. My dad, that's his favorite podcast ever. He always yeah. listens to it. He's been trying to get me to listen to it for years, and maybe I'll finally have to check it out, I guess. <laughs> they have a lot of good information. I honestly think that I've learned so much from them, too. But again, it also comes down to experience. Like, everyone's body responds so differently. So it's almost like, yes, you can learn all this information, but, like, when you apply it, mm-hmm. um, everyone's body's going to react completely different. So it's learning what works best for you. That's the most important thing. Absolutely. I agree. So I have five questions that are more like fun style questions to end off the episode. Um, You can take as long as you want with these. So the first one is what are some of your favorites? Okay. Um, This is a hard one because I go through phases. (laughs) Like I used to be such a deadlift like queen that was my favorite thing ever and then I stopped doing them for the past like four months literally for no reason I just like was not feeling I don't know it just was not happy it wasn't a good time for me (laughs) but um now I'm finally starting to come back to them so I think deadlifts are always going to be there just because I feel super strong with them and then pull-ups I think and what else I could be crazy and say Bulgarian split squats because I've been (laughs) loving those recently (laughs) But I, I also go through too. so big Yeah. Well, I just go through phases with them. I'm like, yeah, they're so painful. But, like, at the same time, oh, they're so good. The, the pump is great. <laughs> yeah, I love Bulgarian split squats. Everybody hates on them. And I'm like, I get it. But I also don't because I love them. Yeah, literally. No, I know. I feel you. Okay, question number two. What are some of your favorite meals right now? Okay, so I have one meal that... I think has been my favorite for probably three years now. And it's literally just a bowl of protein oatmeal. I knew you were going <laughs> to say like, that. 
yeah. like if anyone knows me they know that that's probably what I, if I had to eat that for breakfast lunch and dinner I probably would um because it's like dessert for breakfast I don't know I have such a big sweet tooth so that's why but other than that my oh my gosh another thing I've been loving right now is um spaghetti squash like mm. spaghetti like pasta that has been my meal prep for the past three weeks so I think those two are like top tier right now it's the season for squash I love it right now too would you oh, right. um I know you've posted it on your social media before but can you tell us all the details about your protein oatmeal I love hearing like going in depth <laughs> on routines and recipes so tell me everything um honestly <laughs> it's pretty basic but I used to do like the whole stovetop thing and then I was just like when I especially when I started doing in-person training I was like didn't have the time to do that in the morning so um I basically just heat up the my oats in the microwave but then I'll add in my protein powder and then depending on like the vibe that I'm going for like I've been loving pumpkin spice oats recently Ooh. so I'll add in some pure pumpkin mix it in there add in some cinnamon mix it in there and then top it off with like pecans or peanut butter and um cinnamon and all that kind of stuff a little drizzle of maple syrup too because it's so good <laughs> perfect for the season I love it next right? question for you sorry uh next <laughs> question for you is what is your favorite activewear brand right now or you can say a few of them um okay I think I mean my favorite favorite that I've that I own is Alpha Lee. I think I'll always love Alpha Lee. um but there's also a few brands that I see like online that I haven't purchased yet that I just know that I would love so much I think Dark Sport is one of them they just have such cool graphic tees like if you're doing like a pump cover vibe that is definitely the place to go so I think those two are like top tier but again I haven't tried Dark Sport yet so I need to <laughs> This, that's my sign. I need to make an order right after this podcast. <laughs> Very cool. I I've not I haven't really ventured into the most more popular activewear brands yet. I get a lot of my stuff thrifted, so I will usually I'll go with like Lululemon or Under Armour or anything like that. So I'll have to check out Alphalete. Um, do you like their leggings or do you wear shorts more or what's your what's your vibe? Um, I, I like shorts a lot. Like, I think I actually, this is something that's funny that you brought it up because yesterday I was literally debating it. I was like, do I even, I have so many pairs of leggings that I just don't wear. And I just realized that I don't think I'm like a legging kind of girl. I'm always like wearing shorts and like a pump cover, like a hoodie or something like that. So, and especially with Alphalete, their shorts, I mean, the, the Amplify shorts, if you know, you know, they're amazing. But honestly, the fact that you um, are able to go like like thrift your gym clothes, that's so sick. I love that. I love thrifting so much. So I appreciate that. Good for the environment. Yes, we should go thrifting sometime together. Please. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Planning a date. <laughs> yes, I'm going to message you after this. Yeah. Um, so my next question for you is what do you like to listen to while you train? Or do you listen to something? <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna get so much backlash for this. I literally, I okay, it depends on what I'm doing, but for the most part, I'm listening to like 2000s throwbacks. Like I don't know, just those vibes, right? Like I don't know. Um, and then if I'm lifting, like if I'm going for PR, it's gonna be some crazy like EDM stuff. I don't know, something that's gonna just make my ears bleed. <laughs> No, I love that. I have listened to like Lady Gaga while I train or like I, I love 2000s, like 2010s. So yeah. And I also put, love, pardon me? It just puts you in a good mood. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> no, no. But okay. 
I totally agree. And like you can sing and dance to it. It's so good. I also yeah. love the EDM music. I like feeling like I'm at a rave. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally. Sometimes, I, okay, sometimes I even listen to Disney music when I train. It oh, also no. it really feels Oh my good. gosh. You just touched a part of my heart that I never thought what anyone would ever touch. Like, I will drive to the gym and I'm like playing like Moana. <laughs> okay, my favorite is Mulan. Like, I'll listen oh. to I'll Make a Man Out of You on repeat. Oh my gosh, I, mean, I haven't even listened to that. I actually don't even remember the last time I watched that movie, to be honest. I'm going to have to do a refresh. It's so good. Um, what is your favorite Disney movie? Oh, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. That is so <laughs> tough. Um, I feel like I'm going to say an answer, but it's probably going to be wrong. I'm going to think about it later and, like, not agree with it. But I think um, probably Moana, if mm-hmm. not um, – is Wreck-It Ralph is Disney, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think Wreck-It Ralph, too, because I like Vanellope. <laughs> She's cute. Mine is the yeah. Lion King. Oh, that's such a good one, too. Oh, my gosh. Hakuna Matata. <laughs> yes. That's why I have a lion tattoo. Oh, I didn't know you had a lion tattoo. That is so cool. Do you have any tattoos? I have one on my back, which I actually designed. It was it's it's a butterfly, but it has um my horoscope like zodiac sign constellation on the top of it, and then a little moon, a crescent moon, because that's my ruling planet. Because I'm a little spiritual gal, but oh wait, wait, you're a Cancer, right? Oh yeah, we're both Cancers. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's crazy. That is crazy. Do you believe in horoscopes? I do. I feel like I resonate with a cancer a lot. Same. I feel like that's why we're vibing so much on this podcast. <laughs> I, I think so. Okay, I'm going to do one more question for you. And Sounds it is, good. who is your dream person to do a workout with? 110% daily lifts. I don't know if you follow her, if you've seen her stuff, but she is just, I've met her in person before, and she is like the just such a baddie she is so cool (laughs) just totally my vibe and she lifts so heavy too which is inspiring but yeah I have seen her I listened she was on a podcast uh she was doing a podcast interview and I listened to it and that's how I found her and she like squats 300 pounds or something right yeah yeah she's crazy and she benches like so much too She's just like an athlete. Like if you could think of like a like a athlete, people that are training because they're an athlete, that's what she trains like, which I respect. Amazing. All right. Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Gracie, would you be able to tell the listeners where they can find you and if they want to contact you about coaching? Yeah, I um have both my uh, social media accounts are Wellness by Gracie, so on TikTok and on Instagram, no spaces, no capitals or anything. And then if you are looking for some online coaching, my link is in, I think, both of my bios there. And then you can fill out an application form right there. Amazing. Well, Gracie, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I had a great time talking with you. And we need to chat about going thrifting together now. <laughs> 110%. Thank you so much, Georgia, for having me. I'm so grateful to be on this podcast. I think that we hit it off super well on here. So I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> I agree. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode with Gracie. Definitely make sure to check her out if you enjoyed today's episode for more content like that. And if you want to check out my own social media, it is linked down below. 
Have a great day and I'll see you in the next episode.